welcome back to the Best of Rivals podcast. This is episode 28, the last episode of the 2021-2022 Premier League season. And I'm here with Jay. Jay, what a day of games. I I cannot remember a more exciting final day in the Premier League ever in my entire existence. You know, the big Aguero goal that everybody knows. Mm -hmm. Sure, that was fantastic. Selfishly fantastic. But... Today, there means so much on the line, relegation battle, top four, Europa League, you know, who's going to win, like, so much on the line. Talk to me, Jay, because again, you know, I've, I've got this, obviously I'm happy, and, and we'll kind of go and we'll kind of go through everything, but what were, you, what were you watching today, and what were you looking forward to, and what were your emotions throughout that two-hour period? Yeah, I mean, I'm not about to sit here and lie to you, you know what I was looking forward to, uh, City, Liverpool, both of the games, and I mean, it happened, I feel like, the way the Premier League wanted it to. Uh, both went down to, like, the very, very end. Yeah. Um, and Liverpool was putting pressure on City, too, man. I just thought, Loki had to take a look at Pep again. Another um, reflection on him. And it's just like, bro, you're not getting your, your players uh, ready for the moment like you should. This is the second week in a row. Well, not second week, but second major game in a row where City looked a little rattled and when it came down to the moment, you know, like, damn, we need another big-time player. Uh, luckily, KDB showed who KDB was when they were um, really close and had to take the lead and stuff like that. But, yeah, man, I had to take a look at Pep. Uh, like I said, Liverpool performed pretty well, and it kind of surprised me too because uh, I guess they, they were thinking that they could take the title, um, even though, you know, they have the whole Champions League final coming up with Madrid. So. You know, I was wondering if uh, Klopp was going to come out and play, uh, you know, 100%. And they, they clearly did. They won the title. They didn't get it. Says a lot. It's just so, so much, man. Uh, I don't want to go too too deep into it, but that's that's what I was looking forward to. Uh, you know, I don't know how you're feeling. No, honestly, I agree with everything you're saying, Jay. Um, don't get it twisted. At, at 2 no down, I'm, I'm, I'm saying, you know, this guy Pep's got to go. Uh, like honestly, I'm like yo, I'm I'm yelling at the screen like yo, you're a choke artist. I was so, I was just you know, I came into the game with zero expectation of winning. Um, I'll be 100 percent honest. I know, and I'm not saying like I think we were gonna lose, but like I came in with an expectation, and the reason was everyone was talking about oh yeah, City are gonna beat Villa. Villa is a good team, bro. That's a motivated Villa team, mainly because of the manager, but. I mean, at the end of the day, they, there was so much going on, right? I mean, Coutinho coming back to, you know, if they if they beat us, then Liverpool win, and Coutinho used to be the player there, and the whole Grealish situation of Grealish, you know, leaving Villa, and then, you know, Villa upsetting it. Like, just so much little, so many little storylines that I'm like, man, this is just not going to, it's not going to be it for us. And, you know, we were dominating the game, obviously, and, uh, but as you know, they have their second string goalkeeper in, <laughs> Pep has to be telling them to get to hit it on target. That was the only issue yeah. we had. There was at yeah. one point we were down 2-0 and we had 16 shots, yeah. one on target. I, I will say, though, I will say it's not all on Pep because watching the game, watching players like Phil Foden, who has been performing at a very, very high level the whole season, watching that game, though, especially in the closing minutes, he looked rattled. He looked nervous. Really? He looked, um, this is wet behind this is, the ears. This is interesting. And it's like, 
it's, it's like it makes sense. It makes sense. He he's a player that's well on his way to become a you know a world class player. We all know that, but he doesn't have enough like enough experience um, to to really compose himself in the moment. And I I think you you saw it uh, against Madrid. Not saying that he's it was so, solely on him, but he's the reason why they they didn't go to the final. And this game against Villa, he didn't also he also looked, uh, didn't look composed. And you know, unsure of himself in the last few minutes. So yeah, like it's not all on Pep. You know, Pep should get his players ready, but they're they're all also grown grown men who need to get on the p's and q's. There's a couple of things there, Jay. I'll be honest, I really don't agree. But at the same time, I do think you have the popular opinion. Um, I've heard this from a few people now that like, I I don't I don't know. I think we I think our players have played great. For the most part, even even the, mm-hmm. in the Madrid game, the amount of running that Jesus did today, I get it. He missed a couple of sitters. The amount of running that guy did, knowing that, that that's probably his last game for the team, and he's, dude, he's put he put a hundred and twenty percent into that game. Foden running down. I mean, the amount of times he dri- he got the ball and dribbled around three or four. Like, I don't know. There's only one player, and I'm not. I don't want to name his name because I was he was the only player I was mad at the entire game. Um, bro, I was happy with the players. I really was. I was never, I was never, I mean, even hey, Sterling. Why, 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 why won't you name that player? I'm curious now. Well, we just came off of, we just won the Premier League. You know I mean? It's a positive. Okay. I, I don't want to kind of okay. like go okay. in on like, I don't, I feel, it feels a little, <laughs> feels a little weird to go in on one player, but this okay, player, okay. in my opinion, extremely overrated. Um, Mm. And maybe we'll talk about him in a later podcast. I like him mm. to actually move on in the summer. I think we get a lot of money for him. Ooh, um, I like this. You, you probably Ooh. have a good guess of who it is. I'm not going to spoil it. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm not, yeah, I'm not even I'm, like you said. This is a positive podcast. It's a it's a positive. One. Yeah, yeah. Shouts to you. Cheers. Um, yeah, we're not going to talk about that. That's that's a later subject for a later yeah. podcast. Yeah, there's no way I'm like going to analyze like a bad performance. You know, we want we won. You know, whatever. Right. Um, but yeah, bro, I just feel like the players, even in the games where we've, uh, you know, we're supposed to win and we didn't, again, even the Real Madrid game, I think the players gave it everything, bro. Rodri, yeah. how many times have I talked about this guy? He had about a three-game stint where he was terrible. Other than that, this guy's been one of our best players this season. Seven, I believe he scored seven goals this season as a CDM. That's like, yes, that's, that's impressive. impressive, you know? That's impressive. He scored a ton of headers, a ton of goals outside the box. And, you know, he, he puts, dude, what a strike. And, and you know, there, there was so, again, this is why I don't think the players had, were the problem. Look at it, look at that game for the most part. We got down to the to the byline and, and put in a cross a thousand times that game. The one time we cut it back, Rodri's there open and we score. We never cut it back. Every single cross was in the six-yard box. We never cut it back to a, to an open man. We finally do that, we score. And here's what I will say. When Pep, when Pep took off uh, Mares and he put on Sterling, I remember that was at 2-0 down. Yep. I'm like, yo, get this guy out of my club. Get Pep out. No, no BS. I'm like, yo, we need another manager. I can't take this guy anymore. He's made a couple weird decisions. You know, he's, dude, like even even when he took off uh, Fernandinho in the, in the, in the second, for the second half, I'm like, yo, he's been one of our best players. What is going on? I will tell you. I will tell you now. Raheem Sterling's uh, sort of move down the right. Again, I'm not a fan of him on the right. His move down the right and his cross to Gundogan for the first goal 
is everything. That is the reason we won that game. I will say it again. Raheem Sterling is the reason we won that game. That is the best cross we put in all all game, followed by I I don't even was it was it Foden's cross that that went to Rodri for the second goal. Those are the and then De Bruyne's cross for the third goal. Those three crosses. The FIFA goal. That was a FIFA goal. Yeah, that that was a FIFA goal, hundred percent. But I must say that you know again I I love Mars. I think Mars is our top goal scorer. I'm like, yeah, why is he coming off? But you know, Pep's made the decision, and and the two subs have scored, um, have been pivotal. Um, I don't know, man. It was one of those games where it was just so much relief. That six-minute period where we went from down 2-0 to winning 3-2. Is, is that the biggest title in City's history right now? And, you know, the Premier League, I guess you can say? I would say it's the most pressure we've ever been in. And it, not necessarily because of the game. Again, we're playing... Who the hell do you play? Like, it's, you know... It was the fact that we've choked a couple of times this se- a few times and, this season, right? And and, and think about the, the headlines and the storylines. If it was City lost two titles, mm-hmm. you know, in a you know two three week span, oh, um, yeah. and that's excluding the shot, exactly. So and, and to Liverpool, and the, the, you know, people were talking about you know Liverpool don't can't do can't do the quadruple anymore and. If there's one team that deserves the quadruple, if there's one team that deserves to win four, three domestic trophies and one Champions League, it is Liverpool this season. I mean, mm, mm, mm. Who, who's been closer? You know, See, two, I, ga- I am, two I, games I, away. I am, I am not big on the word. I mean, yeah, I'm not big on the word deserve at all. Mm, I don't think okay. anyone deserves anything. You Until earn you get it, it, right? Gotcha. No, you earn it. You earn it. So while Liverpool has shown throughout the whole season that, you know, they're a top club and they've been very consistent. I think probably the most consistent club yes. in the world. Yeah. Um, I'll give you that. Numbers are numbers. They're not the best uh, team on paper. And, I mean, that's clearly City, especially this year. And, See, I, and I'm I glad that – I don't know I'm, about that, though. Like, in, in yes. PL? Okay. But, PL, right? Just in general, like, think about this, Jay. And, and what, it, what a lot of it has to do with is – Sure, I think the managers have different styles, like we've talked about mm-hmm. last week. Um, but it's also the front office, bro. Think about our last three transfer windows. Just you have to think about them, right? Like, I don't even know if we got anyone last January. In the summer, we 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 overspend forty million to get Jack Relish, who we played out of position, and who didn't play in our biggest game today. And then in January, we bought That's- a player that we're not going to see until next season versus the three transfer windows that Liverpool had and Liverpool's. And again, this is, this is, this is a club, right? It's the club. It's the manager. It's the, it's the front office. It's the owners who are putting up the money. It's the players. Everything has, everything goes into these games. Everything goes into these seasons. I think Liverpool overall, if you look at from top to bottom have had the better just overall season. Sure. We won the premier league. We choked away a lot, Jay. We choked away. We lost to West Ham in the Carabao. We 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 didn't even try. See, in the see, FA I, Cup. I think I think you are being premature, and I say that because the the um Champions League final has not been determined yet. So you're trying to tell me that Liverpool has had the better season in City when this can Wait, happen. Yeah, they could. They they've already lost the Premier League title. City has that. 
Yeah. If they lose the, lose the Champions League final, that means they, they, they've won no major tournament, really. I mean, obviously, the FA Cup is a major. FA Cup major, Carabao, sure. Right, right, sure. But and, we know, and, you know what I'm talking about. And this is what right? we talked about last week, bro. I was like, and, yo. And, yeah, I didn't even add in the fact that you guys signed Holland. You see what I'm saying? These are all key things that you guys For next season. year. For next year. Uh, well, no, I mean, no. We, it, listen, it's, 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 it's for next year. <laughs> I, it was agreed upon, but it's for next year. You know, we'll talk about the summer. We'll talk about the summer. Um. I get. I'm. I'm no, the reason no, I'm kind no. of. Ahead, the reason I'm kind of saying this, and I'm not super, super duper. I'm happy, of course. Don't get it twisted. I'm happy, but I'm more relieved than anything else. That was not a fun game to watch until those six minutes of magic. Uh, it was actually very similar. To, it wasn't uh, fun for you. It wasn't fun for you. For no, me, it was. Not it for, was... Uh, for you, it was probably great. Yeah, for me, dude. <laughs> and, and you know, I, I, I'm known to get. Uh, my girlfriend's actually not here right now, and she's probably happy because I'm known to get very loud um, during these games. <laughs> And, but, you know, I was, I was super like, again, I came in with like very little expectation. I'm like, you know what? Everything's sort of aligned for Liverpool. So again, I'm more relieved than I am uh, satisfied or, you know, ha- and maybe okay. it's, maybe it's okay. like uh, a little untitled, but, but no, <laughs> no, you, no, you, no that, that's, I, I was just about to say that, bro. You, you have, have gotten accustomed to winning. No, exactly. You, that, you no. know, <laughs> and as far as that's what I was about to follow up with saying, Think about the start of the season. Think about our expectations for the start of the season. Mm-hmm. This is not a team that, you know, we're hoping. To, no, we were favorites to win the Premier League. We yeah. should have been. We were definitely favorites to win the Carabao. We yeah. should have been looking to win the FA Cup, and mm-hmm. we had we were without question favorites to win the Champions League, especially mm-hmm. when we got to the semis. So, I think we've actually underperformed this season, which is ridiculous because we still won, in my opinion, the biggest trophy of the you know that you can possibly win in, in football, in my opinion. I, yeah, I, I right. know people talk about Champions League and all this stuff. I personally think the Premier League is more, um, more of an accomplishment. And I think, you know, it's funny. I think Chelsea sort of proved that last season, right? That sure, the Champions League is incredible, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. what is it really if you're mm-hmm. crap for the next season? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So overall, super happy, but again, more relieved. Uh, much like you, Jay. Much like you as a Man U fan, I'm just so glad the season's over. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I really yeah. want to get into next season. I really want to see what we can do with these with these two forwards that we've signed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sure, for, yeah. For everybody, we're, we're not even going to talk about Man U this episode. Um, you guys got lucky, nothing, man. You guys got lucky. Even, got even, lucky. But even 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 with that, I'm dude. Like I'm watching the city game. I look up and we're down one zero CP in the 80th minute, and I'm just like, yeah, just it was, end, end it, end it. Yeah, it it was a little um. It was a little poetic that uh, Radnick's first game was against uh, Crystal Palace, if I if I believe. Um, I think. I think it was. I think it was Crystal Palace, yeah. and then it, yeah, um, you know, and and they won that game, and they actually looked pretty good. And then you know, last game of the season, they play the same team, and they're losing. <laughs> but again, they're they're lucky that Brighton <laughs> got that win over West Ham, or you know, there would have been Conference League, and that'd have been an absolute joke. So, um, yeah, bro. Overall, just absolutely crazy. Crazy, crazy day. I mean, unfortunately, Burnley went down. Leeds stayed up. But, you know, whatever. Um, I'm also a little disappointed that, that I mean, Tottenham absolutely rolled uh, Norwich, but that was expected. Was it was five zero? Five nil. Then you know, Arsenal won five one. But I mean, you, they choked as well. Yeah. So yeah. Um, and you said it. You know, you said that they were going to choke, and you know, you were 100 percent correct on that. No, yeah, it's 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 the Arsenal way, man. Uh, they're just not ready yet. But I am upset because I, I want to see them in the Champions League. 
especially this squad that they have. Uh, yeah, yeah. They they performed pretty well towards the end of the season. We clowned them at the beginning, and then they turned it around. You know, they they had some slip ups towards the end, but like I said, they're just not ready yet. Maybe yeah. next year they'll they'll get it. But uh, I did want to <laughs> see them. I just out of Tottenham, bro. I don't I don't want to see them in the Champions League. Really? I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, one team, one team was proactive with their manager, the other one wasn't, and you know, Tottenham they they went and got the better manager. Um, and they they kind of deserve it again. But they they also spent in January and they and they got the right players in. I mean, at some point you can look at there's a lot of things you can look at, but again, front office decision making, this stuff matters. And Tottenham are the that 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 is literally the reason that Tottenham's playing Champions League next year. So, um, what what are you giving Arteta though this season as a manager? Um, Scale of one to ten. Interesting, interesting question. Because we we clowned him. And I said we clowned Arsenal at the beginning. We clowned him. He was a joke with Ali. It was mm-hmm. those two at the you know that's a who's going to get sacked first. Yeah, this is a, a nice you know full circle. Let's get to it. Um, well, it really depends on his responsibilities, right? I mean, so he he spent one hundred fifty million in or something like that in 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 the summer. Um, bought a bunch of B level players for the most part. Probably yeah. Odegaard being the best one out of those, but still B level player. But he bought a, a bunch of them. Um, and then in January, letting Aubameyang go and not getting anyone else. N- never playing Pepe ever again, even though he's one of the most talented players in that team. It's crazy. There's a lot. You know, they, they, they did have a very... Um, they had a very thin squad. You know, uh, they had a very thin squad. You know, the left back, Tyranny goes down. Right back, Tom Yasu goes down. Yeah, Partey went down, and then playing El Nenny in the midfield. Like, here's what I'll say: I, I think Arteta has proven that he's a Premier League manager. I'll put it like that. Um, out of ten, it has to be a six or a seven, though, right? I mean, at the end of the day, you know, people talk about, oh, we didn't, we didn't, no one thought that Arsenal wouldn't get top four at the start of the season. Cool. No one also predicted that Man U was going to capitulate the way they did so that mm-hmm. that spot was open right that spot was open and um they were put in a position where they with two games left they had it in the bag it was in their hands and they, and they and they sold it so um a lot of that has has to be put down to the manager for sure um and you know it, the, the real question is what do we see next season we know newcastle's coming we know that teams are going to get stronger I mean, think about a team like Wolves, even like Leicester, even like Brighton, uh, Villa. Like these teams are serious, bro. And you know, West just because Ar- yeah, just because West Ham, if, if Arsenal, just because they're a big name, doesn't mean they're they're deserving of that that top six placement. You know, so we'll uh, we'll see, we'll see what happens, bro. I mean, yeah, Arteta probably six, seven out of ten, something like that. I I, I agree with that. I think that's that's pretty solid. Um, he didn't do any like. Obviously, if he got a Champions League berth, I think he would mm. have a at least seven point five eight. You got to oh, yeah. get some off that. that in my opinion, that. it might exactly. There's times where this is more like a results business. If they get if they got yeah. top four, he's a nine out of ten. You know what I mean? It just is what it is. Um, right. But you know, if you if if you don't, then you have to actually evaluate the season just for what it was and not not quality. And and that's honestly similar with Pep, right? I mean, we we look at Pep and we say, okay, what if we didn't win the Premier League? Then you have to be looking at a five out of ten season max. But he won the Premier League, so what do you give him? Eight or you probably give him like an eight, something like that. Um, yeah, I, I give I give Pep this season uh 
I'll give him an eight. Um, I was gonna say seven point five, and I know you said we're gonna talk more about this um, pretty soon, but uh, just securing that signing, you know, um, of Holland, it's crucial, yeah. man. Um, let's especially go, let's go into it, Jay. Let, let's go into it because again, it's something we talked about pretty much for the second whole second half of the season. Where is yeah. this guy going? Yeah. Um, I was pretty confident he was gonna go to City just because the fit, you know just made sense. We needed a striker. We needed a striker like that. And we got him yeah. again. Now, again, now we have two new strikers going into next season. Um, you talk, talk to me about what you think that's going to do for our, um, for our squad and our you know, our success next season. You ready? I'm ready, Jay. Cause you know, I have my opinions, but this is, this is, uh, this is what comes with being great. All right, you know, I'm I'm speaking to you as a Man United fan. We are the standard. You guys want to be us? We get it. We birthed you. I don't we think you want to be. All right, but we'll, we'll get back. We'll we'll talk about that later on. But this is what comes with that now, right? You have, if I'm not mistaken, four titles in like the last five years. Something crazy like that. Like Pep is reaching that status. KDB is reaching that status. You guys are signing great players now, right? We should sign Grealish. I wouldn't say he's a great player, but yeah. But no, but you just you just got the pivotal like you yeah. know signing outside of Mbappe in Holland. Correct. You just won a Premier League title, right? Golden State Warriors I'm, type of deal right now. We're, I, we're I'm, Kevin I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out and say that your expectations and pressure coming to next season. If it's not on the same level, it's damn near close, and people are gonna be like, "Why?" That makes no sense. But in my in my opinion, it does. It's the same as PSG when they came in this season, and I'm saying that because, like I just said, you have dominated your league for the past five years now. You've made it to the Champions League the past two years. And you've been close, and you know you're right there, but something's missing. You just signed the best striker, in my opinion, in the world right now. You should be winning the Champions League next year. No ifs, ands, or buts. I don't care what any team does. City just got the piece they needed to fucking win the game, the moment. They just got them. You're giving KDB and Foden the focal point when the goal is going to the, like the ball is going to the goal. Like that is, yeah. come on, it's it's simple. It's one plus one equals two. So I just think it's gonna get harder for you guys now. Now we're really gonna see. You know, what What are you guys made of? There's no excuse for Pep to lose games and get smacked. No, I don't want to hear it. You have what you need. You're not putting Sterling at striker anymore now. You know, you're not, you're not, like, cut it out. You have the, the, the guy. You, you know, honestly, Jay, I, I 100% agree with you. I mean, again, I came into this season, bro, with the expectation, you know, not, not, not to reach the Champions League final. I had the expectation that we were going to win both. The Premier League and the Champs. I had the and expectation. That's crazy. That's ridiculous to have that standard. So, you, you feel me? Exactly. So imagine what we have now with two new strikers coming in. And and we're not talking about false nines. We're not talking about they could also play on the wing. We're talking about strikers. Two strikers. One, Holland, very familiar with. The other one, not from River Plate, not so familiar with. But apparently he's dogging it over there. Jay, this is all we needed. All we needed was a focal point. Uh, a guy up front that I mean, the amount of crosses we put in today to nobody. We need a real number nine, and I've been saying this forever. It could have been Danny Ings, it could have been Ronaldo, it could have been my mother. It doesn't matter. We needed a number <laughs> nine, and we finally got one. And um, 
I'm super happy with it, honestly. Um, and that's why I'm looking forward to next season so much because I'm like, man, this team has so much potential. But, you know, who's the pressure really going to be on? Again, I think the players, I think if you look at our, like a 20-man squad on our team or 18-man squad, I think I think 16 of them have been fantastic this season. I really, really do. I think, bro, I watch every game. The effort level is there. And that's why I can, that's the only thing I can really ask for. So, so let, me, let me ask you this. Is is uh, Holland guaranteed a spot every game, or is he fighting? Yes. For, you know how Pep, you know how Pep is. Pep will rotate and, and you, but this is the, Pep's the only guy that can mess this up. Like, like, bro, like any other manager, they'll just be like, okay, yeah, just go out and play, and yeah, you, you guys are just too talented to do what you know to lose. Yeah. I think Pep has a real chance of messing this up. I think a big issue. I think one of the biggest issues that's happened this season is playing players out of position or playing exactly. players in uncomfortable positions. Um, I'm hearing a lot that Gundogan's going to leave this this summer, um, mm. which, you know, I, I'm not mad at because we have so many midfielders. Again, I think you slot Jack Grealish into that midfield. I think you're in a better place. That yeah, means you I maybe agree. need, I think, I. but more importantly, I think you put Foden in that, in that midfield where he really belongs and we're in a better place. We have so many midfielders that, you know, we're asking the question of, you're asking the question of, does Holland have competition? The reality is, besides the other striker that's coming in, no, he hundred percent has to start because he's. There's, <laughs> that's that's like that's like us not having a goalkeeper, and then we bring in a goalkeeper and say, "Is the goalkeeper <laughs> going to start?" Of course, he's the only goalkeeper. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, listen, yeah. bro, we hundred percent need this guy. I'm not expecting us to score more goals next season. I don't think that's necessarily how it how the game works, right? I mean, we scored the most goals this season. I believe we scored ninety six or something like that without a start without a striker so that's not how the game works the game works is very simple like our conversion rates are going to be better we're going to have more shots on goal we're going to have better chances we're going to be able to finish more that's what happens when you bring in an elite striker not necessarily that you get more goals so with that being said yeah the guy's going to start he's going to be able to just get goals naturally if you think about how easy think about how many goals sterling gets just because he's in the right place at the right time I think Holland's going to be in a lot of those positions where he doesn't have to be great to get goals. And I think the, some of the goals that he does get are going to be due to his size and his speed and his strength um, and his aerial ability, to be honest with you. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, again, that's what I'm saying, Jay. I'm, I'm so looking forward to next season because I, I, this potential is really there. The question is, can this manager um, play the style that we need to play? And can we make a couple of changes to the squad, buying players, selling players that are going like, cause we know Fernandino's going to leave. We needed Fernandino this season. We really did. We got a bunch of injuries. Are we going to bring in an extra center back? Are we going to address this left back issue? You know, there's a couple questions that are we going to add another winger? There's a couple questions that we need answered. You know, it's not just by Holland. We win the league. It's right. by Holland and make sure all the holes are plugged. And then we go win the league. Yeah, and and so. and no, and no, a lot of teams and clubs will respond by you know beefing up their squads as well. Yeah, this is, and yeah, getting this better. Hundred percent. I mean, let's just go down the list, Jay. I'll I'll bring it up right now. There's no question. If we go down the list, Liverpool. You don't think they're going to get better? Of course, <laughs> they're going to get better. They're, they they've been getting better the last three transfer windows. Yeah, Chelsea. Chelsea, in my opinion, can't get much worse in terms of their, um, <laughs> in terms of their consistency, right? I mean, this season, I, I disappointment, right? I would say disappointment for Chelsea. Um, I see them getting better. 
Tottenham. Tottenham have a real manager now. Yeah. They're forced to get better. Yeah. Arsenal, they're going to have a budget this 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 summer. They're going to get better. And they're going to a couple guys are going to come back from injury uh from yeah, from injury. Manchester United, they can't get worse. They are 100 new manager, they're going to have a completely different squad. They're going to be better. West Ham probably going to get start getting worse over time. Declan yeah. Rice probably going to leave pretty soon. Leicester, they have a potential to to re you know, they're probably going to get get rid of Brendan Rodgers and bring in a new manager. We'll see what happens with them. You look at Brighton, you look at Wolves, you look at Newcastle. These are three teams that are 100% going to get better. Crystal Palace, who I doubted at the start of the season. Vieira has proven Damn. me wrong. Damn. Proven me wrong. They're going to hey, get better. to them. Correct. Hey, 100%. That's, that's not a bad ranking. Listen, they got 12th, but I mean, I thought, again, I thought they had a chance of being relegated. Relegated, Bre- exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, Aston Villa in 14th. Aston Villa next season are going to be pushing for top eight, in my opinion. Um, Everton's not going to be as bad as they were. Leeds might sort of bounce back. This is a this, yeah, it's, this it's is one of nice the most one. difficult leagues that I've ever seen. I mean, we're talking about sixteen of those teams being difficult to play against. Honestly, um, so yeah, there's no slacking. This is kind of why when people talk about you know the whole Arteta, Arteta thing and them choking. Do you think they're going to get top four next season? The competition gets so it, it becomes so much more when a team like Newcastle buys a bunch of players. They're oh, even, they're, I, I mean, I I agree a thousand percent that this is uh, Arsenal's best shot of yeah getting to the Champions League and making some noise. Um, just like you just said, it's only going to get tougher. Um, this is somewhat felt like a of like a fluke of a season, you know. Even though City and and Liverpool were dominating, only because like. You know, Man United was going through some crazy ass shit, and yeah. Chelsea a- underperformed pretty bad as well. Um, yeah. yeah, just a lot of a lot of outliers. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, Arsenal should take advantage of that, and they didn't. A lot of teams could have. I mean, Tottenham would lose, and United would lose, and then Arsenal would lose, yeah, and it would start exactly. all over again. You know, um, but yeah, bro. Overall, super excited. I mean, I get it. We just won. You know, we should be celebrating. And again, I, I am. But I'm very happy. But it's it's the potential. It's next season's potential that's got me super excited, Jay. Like I, again, much like how you guys wanted to restart and get you know get to the next season, I really do as well. And I, I think, um, if this season this season was great, overall for me at least, this season was fantastic. No, I think I, next season. I, I has agree. It. I, I I think this season was was. was Definitely entertaining. It's entertaining. Um, excited. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exciting. Uh, I got my my laughs and uh, you know anger, all, all type of things, bro. You got every type of emotion out of me, mm-hmm. which I appreciate because that's what I, I love sports for. Um, it's always it's a, it's a roller coaster ride, you know. Um, in a, in a sense, you're always going up and down, even to uh, the last day. The last day, you know. So I appreciate it. As a United fan, it could have been better. Uh, disappointing results and just the way that we clicked as a team. Um, people that I thought were leaders aren't leaders. Uh, players who I thought were world class players aren't really world class players. It just it was a lot of, you know, uh, just moments I had to just think to myself like, hey, you are wrong, bro. Like a lot of things that you thought and, and knew as a Man United fan just aren't true. So, Jay, Jay we had like three or four players this season get arrested you know what i mean like this has been a crazy season Jay. you see what i'm saying like, a, like a, a player a player for our team in, in jail for 
hopefully multiple years to come. A player on your team might will be very lucky if he doesn't go to jail. Uh, we know the whole thing with uh, Sigerson, and I think there was more, and it's just like beyond the game, bro. It's just beyond it, me. This season had everything: the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, yes, it really did. <laughs> you know, but you know, you're right, Jade. Like it was a little bit of a fluke this season, and I do think the points totals. If you look at if you look at Liverpool, they're I mean, 18 points ahead of third place. Um, we were 19 points ahead of third place. I think I think it, the, the points are going to be a lot more spread out at the top next season for sure. I don't think we're going to roll a bunch. Of, I'm hoping. Yeah, honestly, in, in terms, I mean, obviously, I want to win every game, but in terms of um, entertainment, competition, all that stuff, I I wouldn't mind those top six teams having around between 75 to 90 points. It'd be interesting. It'd be exciting. Um, and I think all, dude, I don't think the Premier League in terms of talent has been in a better place, honestly. I mean, Wait, so, you, um, and I'm glad you just said that. This is perfect. I got a question for you. Yeah. Something that's been on my mind. At one point, I guess we can all agree, Spain was considered the destination for yes. players, you know? You want to take it to the next level, you know, or just get more money, whatever it was, you would go to Spain for that. Is that still the same or has it changed? Are players going to different countries now? Because you, you look at it, Mbappe said, I'm not going to Spain. Sorry, Madrid, I'm going to stay at PSG. More bread. Holland said, no, I'm not going to go to Barcelona. No, they want me. I'm going to go to City instead, England. Is it still the same thing? What, what do you think? Um, well, I mean, a lot of that... I mean, listen, that the whole Real Madrid Barcelona has been, that's been people's dreams, you know, especially people in England that are growing up to be footballers. That their dream is to go over there and play for those, those massive teams, right? Um, I, I mean, you know, Spain's in a in a rough spot right now. I mean, Real Madrid's just getting out of it. Barcelona's still in it with the whole money situation. Both of those play, both of those teams just lost the best players in their history, in Ronaldo and Messi. Yeah. Um, pretty recently, they're 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 rebuilding right now. Like I don't think I I, I was thinking about today. I'm like, man, if, if we lose, I think Phil Foden is going to be like, yo, let me get to Real Madrid real quick. Honestly, I, like that's, <laughs> that's what I, that's what I said. So I said to myself, I'm like, you know, like these, like, like I, think, I, I I still think it's like a destination, like it's a destination thing. Like Real Madrid, like I think people yeah. still want to go to Real Madrid. However, I think you're right. I think people are are looking at Bayern Munich a lot more, and they're looking at. The English clubs a lot more, and they're saying like, "Hey, this is uh, if I want to prove myself, if I, you know, these are these are some of the best teams in the world." Plus, if you look at if you look at Real Madrid, bro, I mean, they've got like they got like twenty three like well known great players in their squad. Yo, and, you know, that's that's what it is. It's like you're. I, mean, I get it. I mean, I, and I don't get it. I don't get it. If if I'm competing at that level, bro, I'm like I love. You know, greatness. That's one thing about me. I think you even know that. I, I like. I'm. I really admire like excellence and people just winning, dominating. I, I appreciate that. But as a player, I'm not going to Madrid. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go to Chelsea or somebody and up them even more and build my legacy. Like I don't. I'm not gonna jump ship with some some other players who are already world class players. Like you just said. Like Madrid have 23 players who are well known. Well known. Like you're competing with that, bro. And, you know, you can make the argument that some of these players are getting older and they're going to sort of – the new guard's going to come in for a team like Real Madrid. But even even so, you, again, 
like they got guys like Hazard and Bale just warming the bench, there. warming the bench. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah you got disrespectful. You, you had Marcelo like in a suit and tie, just like sitting next to Ancelotti. <laughs> it's like it's like this guy used to be known as the best left back in the world. Bro, I'm just so I'm glad you just said that. I was watching the game. I think it was it was the Champions League, bro. And, and I remember Cello used to be like. My one of my favorite players, bro. Like you yeah. said, one of the best, you know, right backs in the world, probably the best at, yeah. at his point. Um, bro, like the dude was sitting on the bench, like cracking jokes and laughing. Dude, yeah. and I'm like, dude, yo, like, dude, I know, I saw it, I saw it too, dude. He's like, he's like, he's like talking to Ancelotti, like it's all good, like they're down, like they need these two goals in the last five minutes or whatever the hell it was against us. You know, he's just chilling with Ancelotti. It's like, what the like all the like <laughs> dude, you got crew you got Cruz who can't you know can barely even run. You got Modric who's like putting in like a mile a game now. It's like these guys are all done, you know, in in the next three years for sure. Um, you know, so who takes that over? And you know, honestly, I'll be I'll be hundred percent honest here. This is maybe a little bit of a weird take, but also maybe accurate. You know, we talk about Mbappe not going to Real Madrid, we talk about Holland not going to Real Madrid. Is that due to Benzema's incredible form this season because uh, where where would those two see themselves being if they're not um, gonna, they're not going to replace Vinicius the right wing is is open but so I'll give you Holland I'll give you Holland simply because I think he he is solely solely meant to be a number nine you know he's meant to be a striker um yeah. I don't think he wants to sit on a bench and wait you know um I wouldn't either Mbappe, on the other hand, we know he's a number nine. You can also play him on a wing too. Yeah, and I think he is well enough. He's good enough uh, that when he comes over, like you said, Benzema has kind of prolonged his career a little bit with Madrid and just his greatness. Um, but I think Mbappe definitely could have played with him still, and he's he's the second the second best player, arguably the best player on that team if he came. Like yeah. I know I know you said but, you know. Vinicius is probably going to have a spot. He, Mbappe is better than him, bro. I'm sorry. Like, I'm taking Mbappe any day over him. You go on the bench. You come in when I say you come in. This no, is but, Mbappe. I mean, like, come on, bro. What, what I, what I real. Listen, I'm, I'm, I, don't, I don't really care who's better, right? I mean, I think they're both rapid. I think they're both dangerous for sure. <laughs> I mean, sure, we could say Mbappe is a better finisher or something like that. I mean, cool. I don't, I, I'm not sitting here watching every PSG game or every Real Madrid game. I'm just seeing what I see in the Champions League, to be honest with you. But um, yeah. I mean, I think if he if he did go, I mean, I think he play all three of them, you know, in that front line, that would be deadly. You know what I mean? <laughs> but he's decided to stay. You know, maybe maybe we have to start asking the question: What happens with a guy like Mbappe? I mean, PSG is kind of a joke at, at this point, right? I mean, they're underperforming. Pot. He, like, what happens? He's, he's chasing something different, man. Um, and I thought I I thought he I thought he was different. You know, I, I thought he wanted that legacy to be great, to be like Cristiano and, and be like, you know, Messi, but he's taking a different route. Um, I think he's trying to make a, maybe a brand for himself, a name, you know, um, sure. which is, is also great. I'm not trying to, you know, discredit him or like take away from whatever he's doing, but I like winning and I like winning somewhere where it's important. It means something. You're playing gonna... in a farmer's league. I was I was gonna say let's say they do win the Champions League. What else? Can, what where else can he go from there? You know what I mean? It's like I mean I I told you though at that at that point we talked about it early in the season. PSG winning a Champions League means nothing to me. You assembled 
the Avengers for football. I still just throwing it. money left and right. Over overpriced, overplayed, like I mean, um, overaged players. It was disgusting, bro. Just the way they went about it. So if they won the Champions League, and Mbappe got that, I, it wouldn't mean anything. I'm sorry, like on a on a on a on a sheet looks good. He has one, but we all know the real. Okay, bro, you, you got you got Messi and Neymar, Sergio Ramos. Like, I mean, I know he's old, but like, come on, bro, you just went and got every just player got that won something. Of, yeah, you got everybody, hundred percent. So. Interesting, interesting stuff, Jay. I mean, it's so funny we talk about all this stuff. We literally forgot about the uh, Syria. Yeah, you know I mean, completely forgot about them. <laughs> do the Italian league? I do. It used to be one of my favorite leagues, bro. Like I, I couldn't even. I, I can't. They don't market the right way, man. I'm sorry, they don't market it. Well, the right it's, way. it's it's known to be like a more a little bit more of a boring technical league, but um, overall, Which Jay, not, it's, it's, that's not boring football though. But yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, listen, I'm 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 a I'm a fan of the old. AC Milan, Inter Milan, 100%. Mourinho mm-hmm. um, out here winning the conference leagues and stuff. Did he win? Did he win the conference league? I think he won, right? I don't even know. Yes. I, th- I think, he, I think did, he did. But um, yeah, o- overall, incredible season. Um, disappointment at times, happiness at other times. Um, but yeah, I think this season's going to really catapult the Premier League to new heights. I, I Again, the. There's, I, I, I get it. I haven't watched other leagues consistently all season. There's no way these other leagues are doing what Premier League is doing in terms of just ex- excitement, entertainment, uh, branding, and all this stuff. I think, Best I think it's awesome. I think it's fantastic. And you know, with the with the uh, World Cup coming up um, at the end of the year, um, starting next year, it's going to be a great year of football. And obviously, we'll be back doing this for sure. I mean, maybe we'll do a couple episodes. Um, during the summer, oh, you know, any big news happens and, yeah. and stuff like that. No, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do the whole USA and England. We see you guys in group stage. Um, oh yeah, that I think, dude, that I think it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be best, a big, big game. That's best of rivals. That's best of rivals right there. So you yeah, that'll, like be in, that, that'll be in what? Honestly, that's probably only like seven, eight months away. Yeah. So, um, with that, man. Um, anything else you want to say before we wrap up the 2021-2022 Premier League season? Nah, man. Just, Come on, Real Madrid for next for next for next year for next weekend. <laughs> Come actually, on, Real Madrid. Come on. Yeah, bro. I want to see. I want to see Benzema get this. You know, oh, he yeah. deserves it. Uh, I mean, I don't really care too much about Benzema. Just beat Liverpool, bro. Please beat Liverpool. I'd be stupid. Yeah, if if they get two Champions Leagues, that, that that's 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 gonna be kind of tough. That's gonna be kind of tough. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. No fluke. No fluke. Mm-hmm. But. To end it out, I just want to say it's been very, very fun. Um, like I said, just being able to talk about the game with you every weekend and um, let everybody listen in on what we go through and how we think and stuff. It's been pretty, pretty it's dope. It's been great, man. It has been great. So with that, I will sign off. Again, you'll probably be seeing us in, in episodes this summer. We're 100% going to be doing next se- next season for sure, just all oh, the way yeah. through. Um but with that, episode 28, you can, again, you can find us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on YouTube, on Twitter, on Instagram, at The Best of Rivals. But with that, episode 28, from Daniel, from Jay, we out. We are out.